What's up, guys? Brett Apley here from DailyFanMMA.com, and we are back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 270 this weekend. Francis Ngannou versus Surreal gone in the main event. That's one of the greatest heavyweight matchups of all time in the UFC. We have Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo for the co-main event and the trilogy fight. Flyweight Championship should be a great card. As always, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week for this DraftKings slate. And before I begin, make sure you subscribe to the channel. As always, like the video and let me know uh, who you think is going to retain the belts on Saturday. I posted a poll on Twitter. Curious to hear your thoughts as well. Um, also make sure you can check the link in the description below to sign up to my newsletter. I will send you one to two free articles via this newsletter over email every single week uh, with some of my favorite picks, plays, suggestions, etc. both from a DraftKings perspective and from other fantasy sites across the industry. I highly recommend subscribing to that for free if you haven't in the description below. All right, let's get into it with my cash game play of the week. It's going to be Ilya Topuria at 9.4K. All right, for cash games this week, I like Ilya Topuria at 9.5K. He's the most expensive fighter on the slate, um, so it's not a surprise, but this is a really, really strong top range this week. Like everyone from, I mean, even like 8.7K and above, there's like 10 options. And it's you, you don't have to target one select fighter. I'm going to be spreading out my exposure throughout this range in all formats, but uh, Topuria, I think, is among the safest fighters on the card with some of the most upside, so I do want to talk about him a little bit in this matchup against Charles Jordan. Topuria is currently minus uh, 650, I believe. Where did he go? Ilya Topuria, yeah, minus 650 to beat Jordan, and... I think he has a lot of grappling equity in this matchup. I actually think Jordan has a path to victory. I mean, for what Topuria excels at, which is wrestling, submission, grappling, power, a lot of early finishes on his record. We haven't seen him in many extended fights. And in his UFC debut, which is his only fight that's gone the distance, you know, he definitely did slow down. And he's still only averaging 2.77 significant strikes per minute. Um... If this fight gets extended and Jordan is still alive by round three, I mean, Jordan probably has a real path to victory on the feet, landing at a higher volume. Jordan lands 5.7 significant strikes per minute, coming off a fight which he landed 137 strikes, significant strikes over three rounds. Um, there's no reason for me to believe that Topuria can match that pace. And Jordan also tends to start sort of slow and build up as fights progress. Uh, just as an example, in his last fight, he landed 25 significant strikes in round one, and then he landed 60 in round two, 52 in round three. So that type of style, when you build and, and throw more volume as the fight progresses against an opponent who maybe slows down as the fight progresses, it's a path to victory for uh, Jordan at least. But my problem here is ultimately I just don't think he's going to be able to stop the takedowns from Toporia. Jordan only defends takedowns at 48%. He's been taken down by five of his seven UFC opponents, taken down four times by Desmond Green, taken down five times by Andre Feely, coming off a submission loss. His last loss was a submission against Julian Arosa. 
And I just, I believe in the wrestling game of Topuria enough that I'm pretty confident he's going to land takedowns here early in this fight. And when he earns that top position, you know, we always talk about you have potential to earn control, land significant strikes, non-significant strikes, and potential for a finish. And I really do think that a submission here is in play for Topuria. Topuria has one of the best inside distance line on the slate, minus 155. That's fantastic. So from a cash game perspective, there are other there are other fighters you can target in this range in tournaments. From a cash game perspective, Dupuria is among the safest on the entire slate based on his money line. He has a lot of grappling equity, which scores very well on DraftKings, and he has one of the best finishing props on the entire slate. So a very high floor, a very high ceiling for Topuria on paper. I expect he's going to be quite popular. Um, though the, the strength of the range and this price may keep his ownership um, down a little bit. He's going to be popular, but he's definitely one of the best options this weekend, and he will be my cash game play of the week. Moving on to tournaments, and one of the other fighters I wanted to highlight in this range is Jack Della Maddalena at 9.2K. He's making his debut against Pete Rodriguez, who is also making his debut. Madalena is a favorite at minus 335. And I'm mildly interested by him as a prospect. He's 10 and 2 professionally. He's earned eight wins by knockout, one win by submission. He's skillful on the feet and he's skillful on the mat. He can wrestle a little bit, he can throw volume. He's very aggressive. He's willing to go to war. And I really like his ability to win rounds, even at the UFC level. Like I don't think in the welterweight division he's going to stack up well with the <laughs> elite fighters in this class, but he has a style that I think can translate to the UFC, and I'm, I'm quite excited to see how he performs on Saturday. He's coming off a contender series victory in which he landed 108 significant strikes, attempted a few takedowns as well. He's still a little bit... Um, He's not 100% developed in terms of his technique. And just as an example that I can give you, on that Contender Series fight, he was on his back briefly. And he kind of put himself into a submission by accident. And I don't know if he realized he was doing it, but, but he was. And his opponent locked up a deep arm triangle choke. So that's kind of the negative. But the positive is that even in that situation, he was calm. He was present. He escaped, bucked out when necessary, and then just kind of got back up to his feet and started firing off combinations again. So granted, this guy is not fully developed technically. He has holes. He's making his UFC debut, but there are a lot of positive aspects to his game. I think he's going to be fun, a fun action fighter. And I do like him in this matchup against Pete Rodriguez, who is 4-0 professionally and has only been fighting as a pro since 2020. And I mean, he was losing on the regional scene by submission in 2019 at the amateur level. So I just am not fully sold on Rodriguez, and I don't know why anyone would be. 4-0 professionally, and his fights have ended in a minute, 25 seconds, 10 seconds, 41 seconds, Two minutes and 21 seconds. He, I mean, he's fighting very weak competition, and he's just beating them very quickly. And that, that's great. I do think Rodriguez, he looks to have some boxing in his game. He looks to have some wrestling 
and grappling in his game. I don't think he's he lacks in skill. But when I see a record and and, and a, a style like this, there's just there's no way for me to to think. Okay, yeah, he can outpace Madalena over 15 minutes. I think yeah, Rodriguez maybe can win by knockout quickly, land a takedown, win by submission quickly or something, but. I would bet against it, and, and the public is betting against it as well, which is why Madeleine is minus 335. From a DraftKings perspective, at 9.2K, I'm really wondering if he's going to come in under-owned here because Topuria, as already mentioned, is in this range. Honey Barcelos, 9.3K, is in this range. He's a very safe fighter, a very good fighter, another fighter who I think will be very popular. Michelle Pajera, 9.1K, is in this range. Adolfo Vieira, 9K, is in this range. All of these fighters are great options. So I think making his UFC debut on a public card like this at 9.2K, I think there's a chance that Madalena comes a bit under-owned. And he also has one of the best inside distance lines on the entire slate at minus 150. Um, He and Topuria by far have the best chances to finish on this slate according to the betting odds. And I'm not sure that's going to be reflected by the ownership. As I already mentioned, I'm going to be spreading out my exposure. There's a lot of great plays, and Madalena is just one of them. However, I do think he may be a little bit sneaky. This fight may be a little bit under the radar, and I think he has a chance to put up a big score on Saturday. So Madalena going to be my tournament play of the week. All right, moving on to my salary play, and this is a total shot in the dark because um, you know I'm not. I, I don't need to talk about the, the championship fights here. If you want to read into my more into my championship breakdowns further. You can go to dailyfanmma.com where I have thousands of words posted on who I think will win the heavyweight and the flyweight title. But um, outside of, you know, this 7.8, 7.6, 7.7K range, there are just, there's a lot of very questionable fighters, questionable talents. So I'm not really excited by anyone. One fighter that I am targeting to a degree is Wellington Termon at 7.2K who is fighting Adolfo Vieira. And I've talked up Adolfo Vieira on this channel before. I think he's one of the best submission grapplers, sports submission grapplers of all time. And he's the best submission grappler in the UFC, almost certainly. His grappling skills are incredible. And nothing has changed in that regard. But we've now seen some very scary red flag performances from Vieira in the UFC. The obvious one was when he gassed out horribly against Anthony Fluffy Hernandez to the point of exhaustion, to the point that he was submitted in the second round, uh, seven minutes into the fight. And that wasn't because Hernandez trained his submission grappling well. That wasn't because Fiera isn't as good as I think. He was literally exhausted to the point that he could not move. And part of the reason, I think, for that is because he's he's not at his core like a, 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 a fighter. I don't think he wants to be in here fighting. He's nervous and he's, he's scared and he's said that publicly many times. And so I just, I really am concerned we're going to see him gas out in future fights. He's coming off a win against Dustin Stolzfus where he won by third round submission and his cardio looked a little bit better there. But again, I, I actually wasn't sold on him. And further, like, even more so, Vieira didn't even attempt a takedown in the first round. So 
Now we have a guy who's very dependent on his submission grappling, who has really questionable cardio, who now I'm not even 100% certain will go out there looking to wrestle early. Those are just too many red flags for me to ignore from a fantasy perspective, especially in this matchup against Termon, who, um, look, Termon has been knocked out cold in the first round multiple times. He's not going to be a world champion, but he is a pretty good grappler. He's never been taken down in the UFC, and I don't think he's ever been submitted in his career. So it's not like Vieira is fighting an opponent who I can say, well, you know, Vieira has these red flags, but Joe Schmo can't defend a takedown. Joe Schmo has been submitted 10 times. It's not the case here. The case here is Vieira still has those red flags and he's fighting an opponent who actually understands grappling situations, who can wrestle a little bit, who's coming off a 15-minute win, um, who can fight for an extended period of time. So I think Vieira is a, a very good tournament play. He's going to be popular. If Vieira wins at 9K, he's it's you know it's probably going to be an early finish, whether that be a, a submission or a knockout. I'm going to have exposure to him. But one of the fighters who I like in this deep salary range is Terman for the reasons explained above. It just wouldn't be a surprise at all to see these red flags inhibit Vieira once again. And if the wheels fall off, I think they're just going to fall off completely. And so Terman at 7.2K, it's a, definitely a risk, but one I'm willing to take. He's going to be my salary play of the week. All right, and finally, my fade of the week, it's going to be Saeed Nurmagomedov at 8.6K. And, you know, this one could come back to bite me as well because Nurmagomedov has already won by first-round knockout twice in the UFC. He's an excellent striker with finishing potential. I just, don't, I just don't think he has that much knockout, early knockout potential against his current opponent, Cody Stamen. Uh, Nurmagomedov's minus 186 to win, up to minus 200 on, on some other books. But Stamen is really tough. And Stamen's fought um, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 26 rounds in the UFC already. He hasn't been knocked down once. And he's fought legit competition. Aljamain Sterling, Song Yadong, Brian Kelleher, Jimmy Rivera, Marab, um, these are some dangerous opponents, and that's not to say Nurmagomedov can't knock him out, but considering the strength of this card, he's going to need a massive score at 8.6K to end up optimal, especially because Brandon Moreno and Cyril Gaon are sitting right below him. I mean, the, the championship fights are going to score big as well, most likely. And 8.6K, I just don't think there's enough finishing equity for us to go after Saeed in this matchup. He's plus 380. Sorry, that's the wrong fight. Who am I looking at? Stamen versus Saeed. Saeed is plus 335 to win inside the distance. So it's just in comparison to these guys who are minus 110, minus 150, it's just not that strong. He's not going to land takedowns. Um, you know, he's landed, he's averaging 0 0.4 takedowns per 15 minutes. So there's very little wrestling equity. He's not going to land significant strikes in volume. Um, there just aren't many ways for him to score points without an early finish, and I don't think his chances of scoring that early finish are high enough in this matchup. So Saeed Nurmagomedov is going to be my fate of the week there at 8.6K. 
All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, at BradAppleyDoubleTDoubleP, DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns, needs. Just posted an hour-and-a-half podcast with my boy Chris talking every single fight on the slate. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter as well. Uh, subscribe to this channel. Thanks to Pat and the team for having us on again. And uh, comment below. Let me know who you like in the championship fights. Best of luck, guys. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.